everyone, welcome to my channel. My name is Hannah OJ and this is episode 5 of the Other Black Girl Review. So let's go. So the stalker girl, the girl that's been following her around and who accosted her on the train and put a note in her bag, She's in a small dark room, she's eating out of a tin can, she's bench pressing, basically like she's in jail. Again, very much giving on the run. She goes out and starts following Nella again and she's taking notes as she's watching her. Nella's heading to work even though her boyfriend really doesn't want her to. He calls her all worried and says she should be working from home if somebody's following her. I happen to agree with Owen. If there was ever a time to take advantage of the fact that you have a job where you can work from home, it would be now when somebody is stalking you. Somebody who's probably also crazy. And I know she's warning her about Hazel who's crazy, but who's to say that this girl isn't as well? Once Nella gets to work, it's drama, drama, drama. Colin's book has been leaked. Vera thinks that it's a sensitivity reader. And even though the book only just got leaked, Kevin from the office is canceled already. You know how the internet be. Jesse Watson has already come out and said that the book is racist and that Wagner is racist. So the company is in the shitter too at this point because obviously Jesse has influence. Vera finally admits that Nella was right about the book. Like, really bitch? It's a bit late now. Now is the time that you realize that she was right. When shit is crumbling all around you. Like, really? It's just amazing to me that Vera is a big higher up within this company, at least for now. So you would think that she would think, hmm, it might be best that we err on the side of caution and this time around actually listen to the only black person in the office who actually had the courage to give their honest perspective on the book. Anyway, Vera tells Nella that she was trying to do the best thing for the company. Nella tells her, actually, no, she really was trying to do the best thing for the company and the world. Apparently the people online are demanding that they drop Kevin from the office and Vera still doesn't really want to do that because he single-handedly keeps Wagner in business. It's so funny how even though she's acknowledging that Nella was right the whole time, she's still contradicting that statement by worrying about the wrong thing. Colin at one point may have kept the lights on at Wagner. But as of today, those days are over. That's not happening anymore. So what is the point in keeping him on as a client? Like, what is the point? It's only going to get you even more smoke and it's going to ensure that none of you have jobs. At this point, he is the one in the worst situation because he actually wrote the book. He's the one that I thought it would be fine to put it out and is so tone deaf that he did not foresee this coming. So at this point, the company itself still has a fighting chance to survive this, but they need to sever ties with him and they need to do it now. So the first time I watched it, I was thinking it's crazy how Vera does not see it that way. Like you would think someone of her expertise would understand this. But then when you see the things that transpire throughout the episode, when you're re-watching it, now you understand that she was purposely led down this path by Richard. Richard purposely set her up to fail and I'm still trying to figure out why that's the case because I really didn't understand the point of all of this with Vera. I didn't really understand how it contributed to the big master plan they had but I'm sure I'll figure that out as I go further along in the series during my second watch. Vera, can you believe it, asked Nella to help her do damage control. She even had the nerve to say, I begged Colin to save your job, now it's your turn to save the job of everyone in this company. Bitch, are you fucking serious? She's still not listening. Like, she still does not get it. Nothing is going in, clearly, because Nella has already explained to you that she was already doing that in the first place. The advice she was giving you was all in order to avoid this very thing from happening in the first place. 
she was already trying to save everybody's job. So you have the nerve now to completely dismiss her, go against her advice and what she was trying to tell you. And now that you're in the shitter, you want her to help save you? Nella should have walked out there and then. She should have point blank refused. Because if you really wanted my help, genuinely valued my perspective, you would have heeded what I said at the start. It's honestly the biggest disrespect. But unfortunately, Nella agrees because Vera is looking like a lost little puppy dog, some scared little girl. And Nella is so nice and she just can't help but help her out because she looks desperate as fuck at this point. Hazel has apparently called in sick. And as for everyone else, the lack of urgency from some of the Wagner employees on a day like this is just amazing. One of the women there even asked Nella to be responsible for passing around a birthday card for one of the other women there. And they've got a crepe chef and everything. And I feel like they did this whole bit to highlight the fact that in so many scenarios where this type of thing occurs, there's emotional detachment and indifference all around because they don't actually care about what they've done. They don't care about the offense that they've caused or contributed to. There's really no air of fuck we've really fucked up, like we've done something that we shouldn't have done, we've been insensitive, we've been tone deaf, we've been ignorant. So that's to tell you that all this is really is a huge panic and fear of the fact that they've single-handedly destroyed this company in one day. But there is no sense of care in what they've actually done. And as a contrast, on the other hand, you've got the white woman who acknowledges the crisis, but somehow manages to make it all about her. Hazel's boss, called Maisie, is crying in the stairwell, and she asks Nella if Hazel called in sick because she thinks she's racist. She actually said the words, I can't believe this is happening to me. All of my assistants have been people of color. So this is a ridiculous extension of when white people get caught being racist and they say that I've got black friends line. And then when Nella asks if she's angry, she says, don't I have the right to be? No, bitch, you do not. You know why? Because nothing happened to you. Nobody did anything to you. Why are you angry? Literally nothing happened to you. Nella straight up told her, this is not about you. And if I can buck the fuck up and do my job today, so can you, bitch. I know that's right, Nella. Like, Nella is the only one in this office right now because Hazel's not here at this point. She is the only one in this building right now who has the right to be in any way upset, angry, or offended. Nobody else has anything to cry about. Nobody else has any reason to be upset, unless they're crying about the fact that they might not have a job tomorrow, but they can blame Vera for that. This bitch even tried to sneak a photo of her when she was giving Nella a hug afterwards and tried to post it on the ground with the hashtag support black women. Oh, I wanna throw up. So Vera's pulled together an emergency meeting and her plan of action is to compose a public apology on behalf of Colin. Maisie, Hazel's boss, says, really, isn't it a bit late for that? And I have to agree with this dumbass bitch. People that are tone deaf always seem to make the mistake of underestimating the audience that they've offended. People are not stupid, especially in this day and age where the lines are blurred between the organizations or the corporations and the people. There's a lot of people that 
work within these spaces that are very vocal about what's going on. A lot of people know from observation, from TV, from education in general, from just life being different now in the point that we know a lot more about what goes on behind the scenes than we used to. And honestly, even if we didn't, people are really not stupid when it comes to these type of things. Anybody who is genuinely sorry wouldn't even have written the book in the first place. Because if you understand how much you've offended the people to even be genuinely sorry, you wouldn't even be here. We wouldn't be reading this book at this point. So an apology is meaningless. It won't do anything because the people you're addressing will know that you're not really sorry. During this meeting, Malaika calls Nella. Malaika's at a restaurant having lunch and she's clocked Hazel and Richard at the same restaurant having lunch looking like they're having a serious ass conversation. So the both of them are thinking that Hazel and Richard are probably having an affair. On a normal day, if I were Nella, I would think that too, but I'm not gonna lie, on a day like today, I would really deeply think about this like, this doesn't make sense, like this doesn't feel right. Even if they are having an affair, it doesn't make any sense that his company is falling apart at this point and he's sitting there casually having lunch with his mistress like it just doesn't add up there's got to be something else shady going on that's deeper than a romantic affair anyway now at this point Nella starting to wonder if the stalker lady was right about Hazel I don't know why it took her this long to get here you had to hear about her potentially sleeping with Richard to think that she was dodgy babe you have so much to work with here why was this the point where she was like hmm maybe everybody who's warning me is right about Hazel like I just didn't get that because if she was sleeping with Richard this would probably be the only thing that she has found out about her that isn't really that weird and isn't really her business and shouldn't really be anything that makes her that uncomfortable maybe side at her but not anything more than that anyway Nella heads back into this meeting and she eventually tells them exactly what I just said about Colin and this fake apology that there is no point in composing it because it's very clear that he's not really sorry because he doesn't think he's done anything wrong because like I said he wouldn't have published the book like that in the first place or written the book like that in the first place it hasn't exactly been published Nella says if there's gonna be any apology at all it might as well be on behalf of Wagner for letting this mess happen in the first place yeah that part what Nella said Nella suggests that they also cancel the release of the book that's the obvious at this point I don't know why that wasn't already on the table and she also accuses Vera of burying the sensitivity read which she did do then Vera fires Nella. How does that even make any sense? You literally just five minutes ago admitted that she was right about this whole thing. So that alone, outside of the other things, should be the one indicator that perhaps she has better insight on this whole situation than you do or anybody else here. So how does firing her at this crucial point make any sense whatsoever? Vera just got annoyed that she wasn't prepared to listen to anymore. She got wind of the fact that Nella had stopped just going along with things for the sake of her career and going along with things for the sake of advancing and changing things within Wagner because at this point, if you keep not listening to me, we're not gonna have a company anyway. So what the fuck is the point? So because she had that attitude, Vera got annoyed and she fired her. That's the only reason why she reacted like that because it made absolutely no sense. But anyway, at that moment, Richard and Hazel come in. He says that Nella's not going anywhere and they're gonna drop Colin's book. Vera's all confused and she says, but Richard, just this morning you told me to save the book. 
So then, that's when the penny drops, that it's very clear that the only reason Vera's been doing all of this, I've been reading her, really, when I should be reading Richard, because the only reason why she's been taking these steps is because Richard's clearly led her down this path and convinced her to just think of Colin and the book the whole time and nothing else. But I'm really trying to figure out why. Like, I really don't understand why setting Vera up like this so he could fire her. I don't really understand what it did for them or for this master plan. I really didn't see the point, but perhaps that's something that will become clear as we go along in my second watch of these episodes. Anyway, Richard says that was this morning and shit's changed. He's been listening to some concerns and he wants the company to reflect the diversity, inclusivity and the values of 2023. You'd think if you were that passionate about it, you would have done a lot more up until now. Like there's only two black women in that workplace and you only just hired one of them five minutes ago and the other two years ago. What's the betting that they haven't hired any of them in between the time of these two girls and Kendra Ray? Oh wait, no, I'm wrong because Maisie's assistants have all been people of colour, haven't they? So mad assistants, no editors. Quite interesting. Richard also brings up Vera burying the sensitivity read and this is apparently the concerns that he's been hearing from other people. So he fires her right there and then in front of everybody and everything. So obviously Vera's doing the most, you know, doing that whole speech about how she gave up her whole life and everything for this company. See, so this is why you don't do that shit. Don't do that for a company that's not yours. You will regret it at some point. Because even if this type of thing didn't happen, you probably would look back at one point and regret living for a corporation that really didn't give a fuck about you past what you do for them. But before she goes, she has this narcissistic moment where she looks at Ella and she says, well, it looks like someone turned you into a force to be reckoned with you're welcome. Like a real bitch I made you moment. Like, you have some fucking nerve, bitch. You did not turn her into anything. Her mum turned into a force to be reckoned with, okay? Richard takes over the meeting after Vera leaves and he announces that they're gonna pause work on Diana's memoir for the moment and they're gonna refocus on Nella's idea to do a re-release of Burning Heart for its 35th anniversary. Nella is gonna be assistant editor for this project and Hazel's gonna help her. And the re-release of Burning Heart will be considered as the centerpiece of this whole launch. So so in real life, if there weren't some fishy shit going on, this would be the company's desperate and enthusiastically aggressive attempt to throw diversity in people's faces to try and undo the damage they just caused. Like, look at all the blacks! Look at all the blacks that write for us! See, we're not racist! Look at all the blacks! That's what they're doing. Nella looks like she wants to be happy, but there's something fishy about all of this. Like, this is such a dramatic turn of events in 24 hours. So Nella's just like, what the fuck? is going on. And also factor in that she just went from being fired to being given the assistant editor position for the company's most important project at this point. So she's a little bit dazed with all that's going on. Hazel catches Nella as she's leaving the office and she basically says she told Richard about the sensitivity read because somebody had to. She said it was better that Vera take the fall than all of them and honestly, fair enough. I mean, she did do it. In this conversation, she also admits that she lied about the cake. I mentioned this in like the episode two review, but I didn't realize that she didn't actually say it in that episode. She said it in this one. Hazel told one of the people at Wagner some bullshit story about how the recipe for the rum cake that she brought was the same one that her grandparents had at their wedding. And this is where she admits that that was some bullshit that she made up. And she says something like, sometimes you just have to be who they want you to be. Nella seems really unnerved by how Hazel so easily told such a pointless, unprovoked lie. And again, she starts wondering about this stalker lady and what she said, and whether she's right about Hazel really being somebody called Eva. So at the end of the episode, Nella goes to the spot that the stalker lady told her to go to at the time that she told her to go to. It looks like some kind of dingy karaoke bar, 
and some random white girl takes Nella to a room where they're playing End of the Road by Boys to Men. I didn't see a single other person in there, so I don't know if it was meant to be a karaoke bar before they opened or what, but yeah, that was a bit strange. While Nella is waiting, Stalker Girl is outside, about to make her way in. When this black van pulls up and some female goons jump out, and then they chuck her in the van and drive off. And that is the end of episode five. So we're really starting to get into the creepy shit now. Honestly, at this point in real life, I would have probably if our Nella just left my work. Like, this is a whole lot of stress. I don't understand why Nella doesn't just go work for another publishing company. It just all seems so hard. Because the Hazel shit, while it's the most stressful and creepy thing that's going on, it's really only just one thing. There's way more other things going on at work. This whole Colin thing and just, it's just so much. As a black woman to deal with, it's, it's, it's a lot. <laughs> like, I don't know why sis didn't just apply for another job. Even, honestly, I'll just quit without a job lined up at this point. I'm sure her boyfriend will take care of her. I know he's only on a teacher salary, but he seems like the type to really take care of his bae. So yeah, I, I didn't really understand why Nella was just even firming it. But then again, Diana's there, her favorite author. Yeah, I do get it now. But at least work from home, like her boyfriend said. That was really the only takeaway that I'm gonna say at this point, because a lot of it really was me just trying to piece together the story now that I've seen everything and know what happens at the end. I'm trying to now see certain things in that light and understand why they occurred. So other than that, that was my biggest takeaway for episode five. Like I always say, please subscribe to my channel for more reviews. I'd also love to know what you guys think of the show and of my reviews, so please comment down below and like the video also. And for now, my name is Hannah OJ and I'm out, bye.